Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Luke's English Podcast is sponsored by italki. If you're looking to improve your English, you've got to work on your speaking. And one of the best ways to do that, one of the best ways to improve your fluency, accuracy and general communication skills is to actually engage in conversation with um, someone else in English, preferably a native speaker. Um, and one of the ways that you can now do that in a very convenient way is to use italki. Uh, basically, you can arrange lessons through Skype or conversations with, through Skype with language partners or teachers or whatever. You can do it all from your own home and you can arrange your own schedule. It's great. Uh, visit teacherluke.co.uk forward slash talk to find out all the details. And if you're a Lepster and you use that URL, then you'll get a 100 italki credit voucher. They'll send you a voucher if you buy some lessons. That's not bad. No, it's not. Right. So there's the promotional bit. Now let's move on to the episode. And here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, the pod pals, Amber and Paul, are back, and we're going to have the normal catching up session in which they talk about what they've been up to recently. As usual, we sit on the terrace upstairs and get interrupted by insects, the sun, neighbours on their balconies around us, including a naked man eating his lunch at one point, and the inevitable references to a certain Russian joke that always comes up in our conversations. You should know that there is quite a lot of swearing and rude content in this episode, so be warned if you're playing this in public or something like that. Now, I have swearing on this podcast because I'm trying to present you with real English, the kind of English that I would normally speak with my friends, and the sort of English that isn't necessarily taught to you in language classrooms. That's the benefit of podcasting. I can have swearing on the podcast and... um, you know, there aren't all these rules and regulations and things. And so that is why swearing stays in the podcast. You'll find a lot of my notes and questions written on the page on the website. Join the mailing list to get a direct link in your inbox every time I upload an episode. So now let's enter the conversation on the terrace. At first, Amber and I remind Paul of the last time he was on the podcast, which was in an episode called Would You Rather? Do you remember that one? That's the last time they were on the uh, podcast. It was Would You Rather? In that one, we asked each other ridiculous questions and talked about things like having accordions for legs. Now, if that sounds a bit strange, uh, just check out uh, episode number 354, Would You Rather? Uh, And everything should make a bit more sense. So after we kind of reminded Paul about uh, the last time uh, he'd been on the podcast, we all then catch up with each other and talk about holidays in August. Uh, Amber's son, Hugo, who is potty training. Potty training, that's when a child is learning how to go to the toilet uh, on a potty or in a potty, little sort of plastic bucket seat 
that the kid sits on. So it's like training to go from nappies to the toilet via the potty. So Hugo is potty training at the moment. And also we hear about Paul's new TV show, which is currently showing on French television. That's right. He's got a he's got his own TV show on primetime French TV. It's it's amazing. So you can listen out for details of all those things, plus some more anecdotes and spontaneous speaking in English between friends. And here we go. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers will be my choice. Yeah. All right, then. So, Amber and Paul are back on the podcast after being away for about, what, three months? Oh, have you already started? Yeah. Oh. It's, how long has it been since you were on this podcast? God. That's a, you, when you did know. we come last? It was, it was like a, it's been ages a while. ago. Do you remember what we did last time? Were we not we with had, Tom Morton last time? No. no. We had dinner. We had lunch like we just have had. Yes. And then we, we did a game. Sort of. We we talked about uh, accordion legs. Oh, we oh we were with James. We were legs. with James Simpson, and what? we talked about would you rather? Would you rather? You, d- you don't remember? It's been wiped from your memory, isn't it? Would you it? rather have with accordion James. legs or a swinging belly button? Don't you remember? James Paul? I don't think I was on that podcast. Yes, you were. Yeah, you were. Because <laughs> you went with a belly button. What? <laughs> so what we did last time, Paul? This is about three months ago, and so much stuff has happened to you in that period that you've wiped this from your memory. <laughs> it's too small. Swinging it was a highlight button. for me, but for Paul, is nothing. Right. He's got so about? much more exciting stuff going on. Blah blah. Seriously. So we got together, and it was us three and James Simpson, and we played that game. Would you rather? And we that, start- that that rings a bell, but I don't remember. With, I don't remember playing it with James. The first one. Yeah, James was there. The first question and I was... I remember something about accordion legs. Yes. But I don't remember the swinging belly button. It was, would you rather have one a, sw- a huge belly button that swings around to the beat of popular music? <laughs> what? Or would you rather or have accordions accordion legs. for legs? Yeah. And you chose to have the flipping belly button. You chose the belly button, as what, did I. You choose the legs. No, James chose the legs. No, I chose the legs. No, hold on. You were the only one that chose the legs. Everyone else chose the belly button. I obviously made the right decision. <laughs> okay. Because, because obviously having accordions for legs is amazing. Why would you not choose the accordions for legs? It's incredible. Well, as Paul pointed out last time, although he can't remember, where would you find trousers? You wouldn't need trousers. I'd, I'd be showing off my accordions. What I wouldn't else? want to cover the them other, up with trousers. What were some of the other ones? Um, some of the other ones we, were stuff like, would you rather eat uh, poo-flavoured uh, chocolate? Or chocolate-flavoured chocolate poo. poo. And you said you'd rather eat poo, which is flavoured <laughs> of chocolate. Well, yeah, because it's... It, <laughs> obviously. And we all said, ugh, you're still eating you poo. poo. Yeah, but you're eating something that tastes like but poo. But it's chocolate. It doesn't matter if it's chocolate. <laughs> all right. I, I okay, vaguely well, remember this. You remember okay, well, at least he wow. stays. His opinions haven't was changed. Was that the last time that, w- that we were on together? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that that was the last time that we were all on this podcast together. I'm still I trying. I've been drunk. You it was were drunk. The you were drunk on your own success because that was during the height of the TV show stuff that uh, was just was you it? Know, being. Well, yeah. yeah. That's when it was all kicking off. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Um, so in this episode. Um, I'm planning... <laughs> in this episode, I will forget everything that's happened. Yeah. We're, all we're going to do is just remind Paul of what happened in the last one. Yeah. We're just going to repeat everything that happened uh, in the previous episode. how bad I am at English. Yeah. 
That's right, because yeah, that has to be established as well that you can't, you don't know your own language, <laughs> and you've got no memory as well, apparently. So, but no, in this one, because it's been about three months, the plan is, as usual, to just catch up with you two, um, because you obviously you're moving, you're moving so fast. Russian? Oh, catch up! What? <laughs> Do you want some fries with your? Oh, never oh, mind. No. Oh dear. It's like the Russian oh. Russian joke. Oh, God. oh here we go. <laughs> it took about five minutes before we got onto that. Oh, dear. Are we, are we For not those go- of you who don't know what the. <laughs> no. No, we're not, we're not going into Let's it. Let's not don't, go down that rabbit don't hole. Don't go there again. Yeah, you'll, you'll take us down another rabbit hole, a, a whole Russian joke related. We should do one episode about the Russian joke and then that's <laughs> it forever. Um, we're just going to ca- name it the Russian joke episode. Um, so yeah, we're just going to catch up with you two because um, you, obviously you move so fast that it's necessary to try and catch up with you and see what's been going on. I have uh, a, a bunch of pre-prepared questions. Oh, good. You know, because prepares I, these podcasts. I'm, I'm well prepared. I Listeners, know. you are, you don't know how much, just how lucky you are to have somebody who cares so much about time and you energy. Guys. The amount of energy Luke puts into this for free. Well, I guess it's not free because you've got a sponsor now. Yeah, which but the, means you're the, getting a little the listeners don't pay anything. No, that's you're, oh yeah, so for free, obviously. You're sponsored by Audible, aren't you? And no. and iTalki. iTalki. Oh. Well, Audible. Actually, on my way here, I was listening to a book really? uh, on Audible. I Partridge. Oh. People, if you fancy a good laugh, you oh. should listen to that. I but love do that. do it through Luke's podcast. I Partridge is, is it? I like I, I, I or E Y E. No, I. Like, I am. I am Partridge. I Partridge. I Partridge. Is he playing on, like, iPhone? I was going to say, is he playing on the, like, the iPhone? I. No. It's like I Partridge, like I Claudius. I Claudius, yeah. Um, Don't know what that is. No, not only does he not speak English, no culture. No no cultural awareness. No no memory, no language. He's the perfect person for this podcast that, although he speaks like a native speaker mentally he's an idiot. mentally <laughs> and cul- mentally and culturally he's a sort of like a, a primate you know really <laughs> and so it allows he's a conduit Paul the primate he's a conduit through which we can just um explain things and, well, and that's things. why that's why it's pretty good like that's why i feel like i'm pretty good you know when like people i don't know get on stage or people make cultural references that I don't understand they want to make them and they're like oh this is a fun i'm like it's not a funny reference i don't know it so therefore I'm not saying that everyone doesn't know, but it means if if I understand it, it means that generally most people understand. So it. what you're saying so is you're, that you're Mr. Average, because yeah. like if if Paul gets it, anyone can get it. Right. Yeah. So you're like a barometer of universal understanding. I maybe yeah. So if, yeah, exactly. That's Paul, a nice way of saying I'm as thick as shit, but yeah. <laughs> No, barometer of universal. I'm a barometer of universal. What was it? Understanding. Understanding. <laughs> so I'd like to see that on a TV, like on a TV screen. Paul Taylor, barometer. You know, and they, like they usually say, like, oh, medicine, whatever. Barometer of international should, understanding. No, you should have that on your passport. Yeah. That should be your job description on your passport. I had on my passport. I used to have uh, that I was a specialist in international humanities services. What do you what? mean on your passport? My passport. When I went to Japan, I had a um, a visa, okay. and on the visa you have to. Oh, have your job, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, if you've got a working visa, you have to have the job I description you meant on the actual passport. No, 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 just within jobs. the pages of the passport, yeah. and it had been stamped that I was a specialist in international humanities services. <laughs> wow! Which is the is that most what you told them, or is that what no, they came no, up that's with? That's what they came up with. It's the most fancy way of saying that I'm an English teacher. <laughs> Specialist in international humanities services. Booyah! 
Um, so on the way here, you were listening to an audio book using was, Audible, yep. and it was called I Partridge, mm-hmm. um, which um, I've listened to as well, and I absolutely loved it. And the thing is, right, that my listeners don't know, most of them don't know about Alan Partridge yet, because I've never done an episode That's about Perhaps it. another episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yes. I've been meaning to do an episode about Alan Partridge for a long time, because I think it's just something that people should know about, and it's very funny. Well, I think that's that. We'll have to talk about that next because it's quite big. There's yes. a lot in there. No, we're not doing that now. That's. It's, yeah. I've even written loads of stuff about it already because, oh. as Paul was saying, I'm very well prepared. Mm. Even yeah, pre- that all came from the fact that you were super prepared. That's right. Because you've yeah. got pre-prepared questions. Uh, pre-prepared questions, and you said, "I hope you feel lucky that." Yeah, uh, you, you know, should be. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, extremely lucky. If you're not listening to this. When I don't know how you're hearing these words, if you're not listening, if you're not listening to this, wake up, start listening. But if you are, you should consider yourself lucky. All right, thanks, man. All right, okay. Thanks for the plug. On to the pre-prepared questions. Pre-prepared questions. Question number one: Can you describe the scene? Because we always have to describe the scene. <laughs> Who's going to do that, Paul? Paul, it's Paul's job. He Paul? he describes the scene. So you need to do a little introduction, describe <laughs> we, uh, the set the scene. So we're the, the three of us, the three pod pals. Uh, sitting on Luke's terrace as uh, per usual. It was sunny earlier on, but now it's uh, cloudy. It's not cold, though. It's quite, uh, quite it's, warm. There's a bit of wind. It smells of sausages. Why? Uh, I, well, I don't know why. Presumably because somebody's cooking sausages somewhere in the vicinity. Yeah. But it we does smell of like an English fry-up. Mm. We have... Um Around the terrace, although it's obviously fantastic to have this space, there are a couple of downsides to it. Obviously, the wall on that side and the other wall on that side. Two downsides. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I just, came on <laughs> I just came up with that now. Come on. Give me some Is credit. I'm stopping you That's today. what you said when no one laughed at the Russian joke. <laughs> I just came Which has now become a legendary uh, story. Become, uh, two In 2,000 years, that'll be, there'll be a religion based on the Russian joke. The, the, the amount of times it's been repeated and retold and reshared, it's going to get written down on, on papyrus. It's not really a downside, though. It's a, it's a vertical side. It's not I mean, down. a downside. There are t- well, come we, on. We see what you mean, but are there anyway, actual. What I mean there is that uh, there are several downsides, meaning sort of negative points of, of being on the terrace. And one is that uh, there are chimneys around. Chimneys and the chimneys are connected to the restaurants below us, and naturally, sometimes the the cooking smells come up through the chimneys, and you smell the the smell of the, the cooking from the restaurants. Yeah, Amber's, not Amber's looking, looking at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> really? Yeah, what? Through the chimneys? No, I, yeah, I, I'm course. not sure. Of course, yeah. Well, well, well yeah. they're not using they're not using they're a not, fireplace. F- wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! A lot of those restaurants have got extractor fans that pull out a lot of the fumes and, and yeah. the cooking fumes and smoke and also other stuff. And it comes out and it's extracted out up here on Topside. Um, Is it? Yeah. Well, Is that he, how chimneys he lives work? here. He, he should know. Chimneys work by... They're basically extracting... I thought chimneys were only for fireplaces. Me too. They're That's not, what I thought. No. Oh, dear. So That's does that mean thought, that Santa but, um, Claus, sometimes when he comes down, he goes down a chimney, he ends up in the frying pan yes. of a restaurant That's instead right. of at someone's house? Yeah, hmm. exactly. All right, then. Okay, well, it that is why smell it like smells of chipolata. Because oh. someone, someone, either in an, in an apartment, probably not, but... Because that well, there are extraction fans in apartments. Ooh, but one of the kitchens, there is a man who is naked on his terrace. One of the you just <laughs> noticed him. Yeah, I just <laughs> noticed him. You just naked, noticed him. I have noticed him the minute got I got tattoos. here. I don't want to speak. He's he's making himself he's not lunch. Hear you. Don't look he's at got, him. He's don't got look. tattoos. He is going to hear us. I can hear his fork and true. knife on his it's plate. True. I can hear. <laughs> you know what? Okay. All right. So what's happening, listeners? Is that uh, we've just discovered that there is a naked man sitting on? Oh, he stood up. Oh shit. 
There's a naked man, right? No, he's, on, he's not naked. He's, on a he's balcony. Got his boxer shorts on. He's got his boxer shorts on. I'm going to take a picture that you can put up on your website. Yeah. He's on his balcony, which is opposite this terrace. So, oh, I no, don't know. he's putting his t-shirt like a, a, on. No, it's not as good he, anymore. He can hear he us. Heard us. He, he can us. hear us. He can hear us. He's looking. He's looking. You know what, right? So we're now, we're now, we're now squatting down. We're now squatting down beneath the cover of the wall so that the naked man can't see us. Because we feel ashamed. And, um, but you know what? Uh, sometimes there are groups of people on that terrace because they're very social people. Oh, his mate showed up. He's got a mate as well. All right. Maybe that's why he put his T-shirt on. And so they get together there and they Mm. have these conversations and they're quite loud and I can hear everything. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, not long ago, I was sitting in that seat there recording an episode of the podcast with the door open. And every time I started speaking, I was like, hello, you're listening to Luke's English (laughs) podcast. I'd talk for a little bit and then I'd realised that they'd all stopped and I, I swear to God, they were listening to me. And then I would pause and I'd be like, oh, wait a minute. They're, they're listening to me, aren't they? And I'd pause. And then they start talking again and they'd carry on. And then I'd continue. And after a few minutes, I realized they'd stopped again. So they were listening to me, obviously listening to me. And then I started doing this thing where I was talking about how they were listening to me while I was doing it. And then I got really freaked out. I would get so, it's like, I'd meta. be super self Like when I'm at, I, like, when I record my podcast, I have to be like, I, I hide myself in my room usually. Yeah. Or I don't. I do it in my in my living room, but I can hear people like the doctors next door and all that kind of stuff. And if I can hear them closing the doors, and I suddenly go, zub, zub. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just really self conscious. I can't just mm. shout, even in my own house. Once mm. when I was living in London, I used to live in this uh, block of flats, you know, with shared spaces outside the you know my apartment. So my kitchen had um, a window, and then the corridor, and then there were the lifts just around the corner. Mm. And um, so if I was speaking loudly enough, people could hear me standing, waiting for the lifts. And once I was in my kitchen practicing my stand-up routine, I was just there on my own just doing my stand-up routine. And I had a particularly weird routine about, well, it was rude. It was like a rude, weird, surreal routine. And uh, I did the whole thing, and then I realized that there was someone standing there (laughs) listening to me. They must have thought I was an insane person. Anyway, so, yeah, he's now got his T-shirt on, and he's with his friend. And if he can listen, if he can hear us, then he should feel lucky that he's he's listening live to an episode of Luke's English Podcast. We do have other windows around us. Yeah, there's a bunk bed in there. We shouldn't get too distracted. But anyway, so that's that's the surroundings. So it's a grey day. It's quite warm, um, and uh, it was was sunny earlier on there are various people around us who may or may not be listening and here we are on the on the <sighs> terrace yeah okay there are also you might have noticed there are some wasps have you noticed wasps not yet every now and then up here we get wasps oh, that one. come and, and join in the party and that's because there's like a i've got this sort of wooden kind of fence thing where plants are supposed to grow and uh, it's been in the sun for like a few years and the wasps come and they they actually uh take a lot of the wooden fibers from this and then they go away and make it into their nest so that's why you see these wasps they come down they land on this wood and they start chewing it and they're gathering the fibers and then they go away you're fascinated <laughs> and disturbed by this aren't you because you're um, thinking why and how do you know this yes, Th- yeah that's basically exactly. well why, why is that your first response when i come up with knowledge when i clearly <laughs> i'm a learn i'm a learned man i i have knowledge i know things and, and when i say that you're like well, why do you know that are you would because it's unusual knowledge, and the way you were telling have you it gone to, us, to their nest with that look on your face, you were really <laughs> well, no, enjoying. Like they're, they're chewing. <laughs> so you must have observed. Because in order for you to realise that they were chewing on the wood, you must have observed. Yeah, no, I've observed. Paul. And then you, you must have gone. Oh, Paul, have you, have you heard of the scientific method? 
No, I'm just joking. But I have observed uh, wasps sitting there going, and you hear them going, chewing on the wood. Yeah, you can see that, like, was like a bit of a discoloration. Yeah, bits where they've chewed yeah, the wood okay. away. Yeah, wasp teeth prints. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, evidence of wasp. Uh, oh, look, there he is up behavior. there. Look. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on it. I reckon I'm gonna. I might be able to capture the sound. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I reckon I can. Yeah. <laughs> so I, fa- I failed to capture the sound, but I did knock the recording device <laughs> off the table. Um, anyway, yeah, so just, you know, don't question the knowledge. Right. I know things. Just, right. just, just deal with it, all right? Um, so those are, the, those are the surroundings, all right? Um, now, question number two. I've got questions for both of you. Um, I wonder who I should start with. Let's start with Paul. No, let's go with Amber. No, I, I talked gonna... about the surroundings. Go. Okay, it's going to be Fed very up quick. With talking. It's no, it's not. Oh, right, Amber, you're going to talk. Go for it. So, since we're catching up, my first question is: These aren't really exciting questions. You have to make the answers exciting. Okay. I'll do my best. Um, so, did you go anyway? Did you go anyway? No. Are these are these hairdressing questions? Do anything nice for your holidays? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did you go anywhere for your holidays? It's we it's September, right? So we haven't seen each other for a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, August. Did you go anywhere? I did. I went to France. To the middle of France. Oh yes. Where no one goes. There was this day when we were leaving Paris and it was called Black Black Friday or Black Saturday. It meant the traffic was so bad that uh, the government said, don't drive, it's going to be a nightmare. Because mm. everyone was leaving Paris to go to the south of France, which is where they will go on holiday unless they're going other places because French people travel all around the world. Mm-hmm. But no one was going to the Auvergne, which is where I went. It was empty. Okay. Where is the Auvergne? It's in the middle. Right in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Middle-ish. What's it like in the Auvergne? Cheese, volcanoes, fields. Cheese volcanoes? Cheese volcanoes. Volcanoes of cheese. Just fountains of cheese. like a giant fondue. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I suppose these were cheese and volcanoes. I'm going to (coughs) sneeze. Excuse me, I... Bless you. Bless you, thank Atesway. you. Atesue. as they say in France. Cheese and volcanoes. Cheese and volcanoes and fields. And that's I it. I didn't realise there were... I, is that where Volvic comes from, the water? Because uh, I, I know that be comes from Volvo. Volvo. Not, not the Volvos. Volvos. <laughs> Volvos. <laughs> comes from is that Vol- where Volvos come from? <laughs> and Volvos. What about Volvos? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, all, they're all from there. No, right. that, I know that Addy doesn't like that water because she's like, oh, it's too... I don't Does know, she not? I like Volvic. That's my favourite. too wet. I don't like Vittel. Vitel. Why not? Why don't you like Vitel? Don't like the taste. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's just a water for me. Wait a minute. We're, we're now talking about different types of French water. Just had to establish that. Yeah. You you don't like Vitel. Yeah, but I do like Volvic. Why don't you like Vitel? I don't like, don't like the taste. Oh, I don't like that one. Wait, 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 wait. Slow it down. What's wrong with Vitel? Don't like Everyone's the taste. Everyone's not so Plastic. good at it. Paul, stop it. <laughs> stop interrupting. <laughs> Amber. <laughs> Vitel's got a weird plasticky taste. Context, or whatever it's called. Contrex. Contrex. Context. That's, that is marketed as a, as a weight loss water, which if you're drinking water, it I mean... It just tastes thick. Weird. It's horrible. No, Volvic's the best one. I like Volvic. It's soft, isn't it? It's kind of like got a soft... Uh, I like crystalline. What? Be- that's the cheap one. Yeah. That's the one you get in an Uber. Yeah, that's fine. What? I, like I don't f- want to have to pay for bottled water. I, like I don't pay for bottled water, but I'm saying I have drunk it. I like Volvic, um, and I like Vitel for the for the packaging. Um, I don't. The the taste is not. It's just fucking water, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. What? That's my that's my thing. When people are like, "Oh, this water," I'm like, "It's water. It all tastes the same." Yeah, well, it's minerals mineral content, isn't it? Yeah. 
Contrex, to me, tastes really sort of minerally. Too minerally. For me, it but just tastes thick. It tastes more... They've put additives in there. I don't know, it's, it's just it's, weird. It's, it's too disgusting. many minerals. Too, many, too much water in the bottle. Mm. The I do agree that, I mean, tap water tastes disgusting compared to... Tap water's water. fine. Yeah. I, I like tap water in France, but I find that uh, uh, what was it? Con- context that one. Trex. It's context. like it's like what they've done is they've put too, they've squeezed too much water into the bottle, mm. and it's like you know two times the amount of water that you normally get. The water's much thicker. Yeah. Mm. I know that doesn't make sense. But I I'm does. testing your science. Mm. All right. You know you know one thing that annoys me right. <laughs> Is when you get a soft drink like Coca-Cola or something like that, or a Fanta, let's say, uh-huh. and it says on the side, best served ice cold. Yeah. If it was ice cold, it would be ice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are they telling... It's, like, it's not best served ice cold, because well, it should be a block of ice. Well, as you well know, it's just an expression to mean yeah. very cold. I think everything should be said literally. 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 At all times. At two degrees. So you went to the Auvergne... And Went to the Auvergne. there were uh, not many people. Not many people. No. Lots of cheese. There uh, was lots of cheese. Are there any active volcanoes there? I believe not. Okay, so not that exciting. No, mm. it was not that exciting. You, mu- you must have done some things. I did. I um, uh, we were doing some potty training. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's a very delicate moment in every person's life. Potty training. Potty training. What is potty training? Potty training is when you make the transition from wearing nappies, not myself, obviously. Yeah, because it's a bit late for potty training now, Amber, <laughs> isn't it? It's a bit late. It's My, uh, you know, Hugo, he's only two. Hugo is your son. Yeah, two. he's two, and uh, we were we were moving from nappies to no nappies. Mm-hmm. That important uh, transition. Has the transition happened? It has happened. Oh yeah. So right. he pretty can, successfully. Can he now <laughs> poo? <laughs> You've got to tell the story. Yeah, it's 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 you've you've led into it. You There's haven't heard this story. No, yet. I haven't. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it's story time. <laughs> we okay. So we've been potty training. It's been going really well, and you've got to be very sensitive because otherwise people can cr- have a complex and not want to go to the toilet. You mean, you mean you've got to be sensitive with the child when yeah, you're you training? Yeah, you can't say when things when when like "oh, ooh, smelly poo." You've got to be like "oh, poo, great," so and you, be really positive. Right. Not too positive because don't want him to grow up and like pay prostitutes to shit on him or anything. Can I just ask you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get him too encouraged. No. Can I just ask you just one thing? Uh, I just <laughs> want you to explain what a nappy is and what a potty is, please, and then you can carry on. A with nappy is what a baby wears to stop them peeing <laughs> themselves. Yeah. And everywhere. Well, they do pee themselves. They do pee themselves, but stop it going everywhere. Right. On your lap. Or that in China they hu- uh, uh, adults wear it on trains. Adults wear nappies on trains in China. Yeah, because the train journeys are so long and there's no uh, toilets. Seriously? Really? Yeah, I don't know where in China, but I uh, there's, there was a, there was an article. You've I don't heard know. Tell. I I read it somewhere that there was a, that there's trains that, that like the commute because because a lot of people in China don't live in the big in the big cities, but they live like hours away, but they commute into the big cities to work. Okay. And because the one the trains are so packed. Uh, and I don't know if there's toilets or not on them, but they people like wear diapers or which is the American word for nappies, um, so that they can just take a shit on the train and and not worry about it. Uh, anyway, so nap from nappies to potty. Potty and potty is the little instead because the toilet's quite big for a two year old, so potty is just like a little plastic pot. Yes. Which they, you know, it goes on the floor. Goes on the floor. All right. So baby height. Okay, so you're you're teaching Hugo, and it is going really well. Everything is going pretty well. You know, a couple of accidents when we were out, what, seeing the only local site, which was a sort of 
castle, but that was fine. And then we get back to Paris and uh, and it's going well. And then <laughs> we go out for the day because yeah. we'd been in the Auvergne. We were just in this little country house. It was really nice. You go out to Paris, we go for a day, we go for a long walk along the Allée Verte, you know, along the viaducts, by, it starts at Bastille and we go along there. Okay. And it's really nice, we do this really, really long walk and we're out all day and everything's fine. And then at the end of the afternoon, we're really exhausted and so we think, oh, we should, we deserve a beer. So we go and have a beer and we get some, you know, juice for Hugo. And yeah. then at one point... He sort of disappears under the table for a bit. And I think, where has he gone? And I look underneath the table and he has done a poo oh on the floor. Oh, dear. Under the table in this restaurant. Oh, in the restaurant? <laughs> in the restaurant. Inside the restaurant. Took a shit under yeah, the table. He, he curled one out under the table. <laughs> he has pinched one off under... <laughs> Oh dear! Table. And she didn't even leave a tip at the end of the. Oh god! You didn't need to leave a tip. You Hugo already left one. So well, I cleaned it up. You know, I had some lingerie in my bag. I cleaned it up, and then I left. And then I said to Nico, I was like, "Did you leave a tip?" And he said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I took a shit on the floor. <laughs> and that is how I know I've become fully French because uh, they never leave tips here. No, no, uh, not even. Not no. even if your son shits on the floor. Did, did the staff know that the poo had landed? I don't think so. Okay, did I anyone think, else know? I think Hugo's pretty discreet. <laughs> and as was I. Did Hugo come up and he's like, uh, guys, just to let you know, I've done a crap under the table. Um, I, think if, uh, I, think, I think I got away with it. I don't think anyone's seen <laughs> If we just make it a, a break for the exit now, pay the bill, let's go, and uh, we'll be all right. Uh, oh, no, dear. No, So you just subtly ducked down and cleaned I, it up? Yes, Did I told him. Did you smell something and then go, what's... I, no, I found it suspicious that he was under there instead of drinking his juice, and then I had to look underneath, and that is when I smelled oh. it. But then I talked to him about it, and he claimed it wasn't him, but the dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> a dinosaur. And we were like, a dinosaur, Hugo. Come on, don't give me that bullshit, Hugo. <laughs> I know you've done a shit under the table. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, anyway, so... Little Hugo. We're, oh, every now and then we get Hugo updates, don't we, on this yeah. podcast. So, But since go. then, uh, there's been no more restaurant-related okay. right, shame. I, yeah. The next question on my list, in fact, is how is little Hugo? Well, that's now so you know. Now he's he's graduated from the nappy to the potty to the floor of a restaurant, yeah. and back to the potty again. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my next point, Amber, is that you know you're a you're a comedian, you're an actress. Have you got any shows coming up? Have you got any plans for shows I in the next have in the coming a year? Show coming up with James. James Simpson. James Simpson. Hmm. We are writing a show for kids which we are performing in December at the school I work at and we have not written much really? <laughs> have you not been on this for like two years as well yes <laughs> we've been like well no because we knew we were going to do it and you know you're just like oh yeah we'll get, we're going to get around to that any day now we're going to get around to that and every time we meet up to do a rehearsal just have a nice chat procrastinating yeah <laughs> oh dear you know, we really need to um, we need to get that done I'm beginning to feel a bit sick I'm in the same boat because I have projects that I should have done mm -hmm. already, which I haven't done. And 
I today, honestly, today I did some good work on it this morning because I knew you guys were going to come over, and I was like, right, I've got to do some work. And I've, I worked out weirdly, and I, I had the same thing when I was at university last. I worked out that I, I can do work in certain conditions. If I sit at a desk and I'm like, right now I'm going to do work. I'm sitting at a desk. It's work time. I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so what I have to do is push myself into weird scenarios, and then the work comes out. When oh, yeah. I was at university, I figured out, and you're going to think I'm even weirder than I already am. But that you needed to sit somewhere where wasps would uh, nope. bite into the wood <laughs> to create their nest. <laughs> no wasps were necessary. But I worked out that if I crawled under the table what? and like hunkered down, and took a shit. Yeah. <laughs> If I just got that out of my system, <laughs> you could work. I was amazingly productive. No I burden yourself. No, not that. Um, but if I crawled under the table just with my books and stuff, and I was like under, hunkered down under the table, like in the shelter under the table, I was way more productive. It's weird, isn't but, it? You know, but you say I know, that. I know, I know. But I would find Look. that Paul, that there would be other things okay. like I'd, uh, I couldn't just work in the conventional spaces in my flat. I had to find like. I had to go into the corner and lean against the wall and read there, or I had to like be under the table. But you are not the only one. Like Weird. I teach really? a, a part time in a school, and I do. We started doing writing workshop, and I let the kids um, do whatever they want. That so they can lie on the desk or lie on the floor, and they can just be free, and they love it. They love. They feel more creative yeah, if they can that. sort of just lie because down. Because I, I, like, I, there's yeah. I, Don't laugh in my face. No, I'm not. I'm not laughing. I, I just. It's a really fascinating thing because I. I'm awful. Like the the thing that I hate the most right now is writing. It's the worst. Uh, is writing these yeah. these f- supposedly funny videos. What are you writing, Paul? Uh, We're going to come to that. Oh. Come to that. But, um, yeah, so I might try that actually. So what did you say so this morning? So that was university, and this morning I discovered that if I stand up with my computer on the uh, the top in the kitchen, mm. and I just stand there with coffee and the window open in the light. Uh, then uh, I'm a lot more productive. So I'm working standing up at the top, yeah. not sitting down. Yeah, a bunch of people that I used to work with at Apple used to have standing desks. Like they had a in the office uh, in California, they got the they got like the desks. Imagine just like a normal office desk, but right. then they there's like a little button on the side that you can it can raise, right. and then you can stand up. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. standing up while writing huh. it helps try that try it amber try crawling under the table and doing a poo <laughs> uh try writing at the kitchen top yeah um these things might help hmm. okay um what can i just ask you what the show is about what what's the, the show is about well it's a christmas show um and we are in a post office and uh, crazy, very Christmassy. It's a crazy post office. It's crazy oh, it's Christmas. There's too many packages to, to deliver. Yeah, it's kind of post office, and I think there's like a sort of Santa issue. I think we lose Santa's bag of I mail. I think we lose. <laughs> we lose Santa. <laughs> you think you don't because you haven't written it. Yet. We've not written it. Pretty much not written it. We, I did write some notes on the back of an envelope, but I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where I put that envelope. You got lost <laughs> at the post office. That's the part of the. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so we've got to get on that. So that is a project That's we're working cool. on at the moment, although I have been working on some other interesting projects with Paul Taylor ah, and yourself. Well, we're going to come to that in a moment. Okay, um, oh, another question I know that my uh, listeners have been thinking this is, uh, when are you going to start your own podcast, Amber? Yes, yeah. I have got, I got 
got an Amazon voucher. Okay, so this is a ridiculous story. I got this Amazon voucher at Christmas from school, from the parents, and I was like, right, I'm going to use this Amazon voucher to buy a microphone and all the stuff that I need for the podcast. Uh And then this last week, I bought loads of stuff on Amazon because it's like pregnant people and books for school, and I was like, I'm not going to use my Amazon voucher because I'm saving that Amazon voucher for uh, podcast equipment. Okay. So So... so what am I saying soon? If someone would just sort out all the That's weird all website and all the things that like that, then yeah. I could do it. It's oh, so the, complicated. The website for the audio is not, not too tricky. Oh, Again, it's just writing, Amber. You just need to... No, but I've written lots of episodes. Okay. We'll yeah, just have it's, all the, the just technical. Record. Well, I can help you out with the technical stuff. I have to get together with you dudes. I've already given you a technical rundown. You did. Of all the stuff that I need. I know it's all there. I just need to be able to... To, like make a website, I what? suppose. Do you oh, even need one? I don't easy. know. For your audio, you just yes. need you just need to decide who's going to host your audio, and yeah. then uh, then off you go. It's not well, too difficult. I'm going to come around here. Yeah. Luke, I'll buy you lunch. Okay. You can just host just it. it oh, yeah, yeah. Or if you've got if you get your own website, uh, I mean, you don't no, need you your just own just website. use like Libsyn or. Audio Boom or SoundCloud or something like that. It's so I, I signed easy, up for easy, SoundCloud. Easy. Sa- SoundCloud because I was getting fed nice. up and I still I still haven't figured it out. You know, I, I keep talking to you about like the amount of people listening to my podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you need Paul for your podcast. You need stats. You need to be able to. It'd just be interesting to find out how many people are listening to like yeah. how many view because I know on SoundCloud there's a little view count. Yeah, it tells you how many people have listened to it, but well, not. If you're with a decent audio host, they will give you uh, um, pages of like proper. Yeah, but I, I also that means I need to change my website and. I, yeah. I, I signed up to SoundCloud and then there's a limit amount of hours that your minutes that you can upload unless yeah. you have to... I don't want to have to pay for my but website and trust Trust me, you, you do want metrics because it's like kind of the only thing that you can use to help you. You need to know who's listening, do when I? they're listening, which episode. So yeah. who does Can't I just get with? Talk. Boom? Audio boom? Yeah. Audio boom is good. Because as I said, I've got, I've got, my, I've got, I've got like subscribers, like RSS sub- subscriber numbers. You can... You can but you I don't can, know what that means. Listen, you can shift all of that um, get in touch with someone at Audio Boom, for example, or another company, and they will transport all of your subscribers, your RSS feed, and everything will go to a new place. And you, you, you don't have that many episodes. No, it won't be that complicated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that's forty. I've stopped doing it in French, by the way. S- uh, yes, I noticed that. Did, uh, did, did you listen? Yeah, to I'm co- we're going to come anyway, to that. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, Amber, <laughs> yes. Uh, you're so soon. So soon. I'm going to I'm going to try and get it up before Christmas. Okay. All right then. Okay, good. October, so October holidays. What's it going to be about? It's about Paris. Yeah. That sounds awful, but that's what it's about. What history of Paris, isn't it? History, yeah. That's good because you're you know about history and stuff, don't you? Because I'm a tour guide. You're a tour guide. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You tour people around Paris. If people are coming to Paris and they want a tour from you, is that a possible thing? Maybe. Really? But to be honest, people coming, they should just like you know. Just go go for a nice walk, go so for a nice drink. So you're a tour guide who suggests that people don't take a tour with you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, you're tours. the tour. You're a tour guide. Goes, yeah, I'm a tour guide, but to be honest, you might as well just go for a walk. You might as well yeah. just come for a drink with me. Just I'm a comedian. Don't come and watch my show. Just uh, we'll chat. I'm a comedian, but to be honest, you can probably just make yourselves laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just joke book. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do an English podcast, uh, but you might as well just uh, watch TV. It's better for your English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm an English teacher, but uh, you it's might as well. It's very British that and that that that. Speaking of cultural... Li- oh, hello. What? Ding know. dong. Just ding dongs. Bells. Bells. Naked man's gone. Um, go on. Yeah, we're going to have to go... We should just gate crash um, one of Amber's tours. Yes. Not tell her that we're going to show up. I'd like to show up. It's on a bus. 
Yeah, that's fine. We'll get crash right. the bush. I can I can bush. deal with being a bush. We're going to bush. We're going to create crash bush. You became Sean Connery for <laughs> Sean a second. Connery. Uh, I don't mind uh, going on a bush with you, Amber. Uh, right. So, yeah. Amber, so that, yeah. you've been done now. Thank you. But you know, you're not finished. You're still part of the, the conversation. Cast. You're all still right, then. still in there. So, Paul, it's over to you. Hello. So. So, uh, August, did you go anywhere? Uh, Been anywhere nice, Paul? Been anywhere anywhere nice nice. on your holidays? I didn't didn't go on holiday. No? I spent four days in London. Yes. uh, To go watch Louis C.K. in London. Because he was doing a European tour. He was doing a European tour. uh, So I went to go see him at the Wembley Arena, uh, or formerly known as the Wembley Arena, uh, currently known as the SSE Arena. Uh, right, corporate sponsorship. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you went to see Louis C.K. in London, and mm-hmm. you saw him in Paris as well. Yeah. Now, did you go and see him in Paris? Yeah, I we, did. Did. We, we were sat With together. Paul. So, uh, as far as I know, in Paris, all of the comedians, everyone, who, everyone any, was anyone's there. anyone who's anyone in the comedy scene in Paris was at the Louis C.K. gig, yeah. except me. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like the Oscars. You, I mean, not that I know what the Oscars feels like, but I can imagine at the Oscars. Everyone who's in the show business shows up and then you've got little cliques of people that know each other and everyone's kind of saying hi to each other even if they don't really like them, each other and whatever. Right. So it felt like that. As soon as I got to the back of the queue, there were people there just like saying hello. And Addie hates all of that stuff. Yeah. She can't deal with French people, uh, if <laughs> I'm mean, honest. In, com- in comedy? Yeah, in show business. Right. Because a, a lot of them are pretentious or whatever. That's the, It's just, you know, they're just not normal human beings. Right. Uh, and no one in show business really is. Anyway... So yeah, we were walking through saying hi, like people were saying, oh, hi, hi, hi. It just felt like the Oscars. And then mm. on the way, like we, we said, it would be cool to go for a drink afterwards because it was me, Addy and Amber sat together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then no one else. Like Urbain was near us. Rob was apparently, anyway, people were going to go for drinks afterwards. Like, We'd like to go for a drink, but we don't want to go for a drink with 50 people. Yes. We just want it. So we, the only solution that we were like, we just need to leave. And, yeah. Uh, go as quickly as possible. And it felt like a video game. As we were leaving, because we were running with our heads down, and then it was like, "Oh, Adrian Arnoux's on the left. No, 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 no. Uh, this person's on the right. No, no, no. Keep going." And it, we we managed to get out without anybody being like, "Oh, come with it for a drink." And we just wanted to be a bit antisocial, really. Yeah. Okay, but I need a full report of the show because I wasn't there. I need to know how it was. How was Louis C.K.'s show? Amber, how was it? Louis C.K.'s show was fantastic. I think it'd be interesting to hear from Paul like, how it compared to the English audience and like the London show to the French show. But the French show, uh, it was a great feeling. It was really amazing. And I mean, it started off with standing ovation. So he got on stage and everyone just was like, we basically love you so much, which was kind of nice because there was a lot of like love and support and but it it meant i felt for louis ck you always feel like oh you can't you kind of can't say anything he can say anything because everyone's already on side like yes. he's never winning people over and mm. you know everyone was falling bit, about laughing too easy for him and also there were quite a lot of french people there but then they'd they'd got into their like english zone because you know it was like um Oh, you we know, were watching speaking English tonight. So, exactly. So, these, these French guys behind us, they were speaking English to each other. And one of them said, what was it? He said something really awful. It was like, he went he went to the loo. And then he was, he sort of came back and was like, oh, excuse me, mate. Or something really. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? Wait a minute. You don't need to what, use wrong? a colloquial expression. <laughs> what's wrong with, an, with a French guy saying mate? Because the English people say mate. Not to other French people. It's just like, oh, I'm just so English. What, does he, what should he say to his... Mon ami, I have just been to the toilet, uh, mon ami. Do you want, yeah, you, like, you want him to speak like that? If I was watching a French show or something, I wouldn't 
I you know I wouldn't suddenly become French. I don't know. It just seemed too fake. It seemed mm. like oh I'm just and they were laughing so hard like we get the joke and it was like yeah we all get the joke. So it felt fake to it you. That for fake. them it was like for one night only we're gonna speak English. We're gonna be English for one night. We're gonna we be go- completely English. Okay. All right. Um, so, weird. so how do all these French people in the audience know about Louis C.K.? Why is Louis C.K. so popular? Well, I in think two thousand out of the two and a half thousand were comedians and people in the industry, actors, yep. theatre people, TV people, radio people. I think yeah. it was about five hundred people that were probably genuine fans. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm making that number up, but I think it was uh, it was impressive. It wasn't impressive to see how many people there we knew, but it, you'd just turn your head. Oh, there's that person. Oh, mm. t- oh, there's some other people. And even we were sat up on the balcony. And I, and I was pointing out to Addy, like, oh, there's uh, these people. And I said, oh yeah, yeah, you know, from TV or whatever. Right. And mm. and did someone open the show for him? Yeah, it was three. Yeah. Who? who? Yasin? No. 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 Uh, so this is this. Uh, so th- he set it up in London. It was very funny. He didn't do it the same in Paris. In London. He did his own voiceover at the beginning, like uh, in, with, in a stupid voice, like, oh, welcome to the show. Please turn off every mobile phone. Don't take the photos. Whatever. He did his funny voice. Yeah. And then he went back to his normal voice. He's like, I'm going to come out in a couple of minutes. But before I do, um, like, I want you to make a lot of noise uh, for my three opening acts. Uh, I flew them myself from uh, New York because I didn't want to hire any local fuckheads. <laughs> uh, so please make some noise for, you know. And it was the same three in London. Oh, so so they, Amer- went, they did the whole tour with them, I think. American comics. Yeah, three New yeah. York comics. Okay, right. Um, nice, two see. guys and a girl. I see. And so then uh, how was the London show then? Him performing in front of English people. Uh, and because often I hear American comics say that they are a little bit afraid when they come to perform in the UK because audiences in the UK are a little bit harder to please we're 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 quite sort of I don't know compared to the American audiences are yeah. a little bit more sort of standoffish well I think we're a bit more I'd say we're not alternative but we don't like mainstream like we like not to like mainstream we've stuff we've got high standards and we, we also don't necessarily show that much love and appreciation for when someone is in a high position like that we'll yeah, be like exactly. alright then come on show impress us yeah, let's see yeah. what you can do Yeah, we're not necessarily going to be like woo we'll just be yeah. like alright then come yeah, on there's then. no standing ovation yeah uh, there was at the end but not at the beginning um, but it was good it was, uh, it was there was twelve and a half thousand people Flip so it was much, big, much bigger than, than at the Olympia here which is two and a half mm-hmm. um but the show was more or less the same. There was like 10 minutes that he did in London that he didn't do here and then vice versa. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was, st- and funnily enough, in London there were people behind us that were clearly comedians because they were talking about comedy stuff, yeah. like sets that they'd done and all that okay. kind of stuff. And so um, in, in, in France then, uh, how did he get on with this audience who didn't speak English as a first language, mostly? You couldn't really tell. I mean, if they didn't speak it, uh, you couldn't really tell. There, yeah, it was fine. There really? wasn't. I don't think there was any lag. There was only one point where there was that there was a, a sort of a beat difference that you were saying. Yeah, he, so he's got a joke. Uh, I'm going to butcher it, but it's a it's a it's a funny bit where he's talking about his daughter. Yeah. Like they're having breakfast together, and uh, on the news on the TV, they were talking about um, 9/11 deniers. People who say that 9/11 didn't happen or that it was a, an inside job. Yeah, basically conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy theorists. 9/11 deniers that deny all that kind of stuff. But he, he's like, my daughter didn't understand because she thought it, they were 9/11 deniers. Like, there were nine of them. 
There was nine people that denied that a number le- number eleven. And he's like, "Oh, what's this number eleven bullshit? I don't understand." Nine eleven. There's nine of us, and we don't think the number eleven. <laughs> it goes ten, eleven, thirteen. No, no. Sorry, ten, 10 12, 12. Yeah, whatever. There's twelve deniers. So, so it goes. It goes nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. These are, n- and there are nine people. Yeah. Nine, eleven deniers. Yeah. And so when when he said this in London. Like, just, you got it straight away. Yeah. When he's like, but my daughter thought it was 9-11 deniers. Right. And in London, like, you hear the laughter, and then he, he explains it. He goes, so there's nine people that don't buy into this 11 bullshit. Yeah. Is the line that he said. Yeah, yeah. And he said it in Paris, and he said, nine, like, my daughter thought it was 9-11 deniers. Nothing. It's like the <laughs> Russian joke. It is. It is like the Russian joke. And it, it, he, he had to, it was like, it was the second and then the third time that he said it, like, because he says it like three or four times, like nine level, like these nine people like that don't the, like the Russian joke. Yeah, and then they and then eventually got a big laugh, and then he does voices that go along with it, and it's very okay. funny. Okay. So they laughed at the, the oh, but it was just funny how how it took that extra. Yes, okay, just a few thing. more beats. But yeah, I I, I I don't think it wasn't. Yeah, it, it was just cool because it was just like okay, cool. People do understand English comedy, and yeah. we've got no excuse when we're like, oh, the Sojimnas, the French people, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we yeah. do have an excuse, but at the same time. Well, I mean, we've always maintained, you know, that the kind of comics that blame the audience are using an excuse. I mean, exactly. You can have like a sort of strange audience, you know, there could be a lot of people that don't speak English, or maybe young people, or, or whatever, but I think we, all three of us, have always tried to avoid saying, oh, it's the audience. Yeah. Because it's true. I mean, we've always said, you know, if Louis C.K. came or a really big comic, they'll laugh. If it's funny, people yeah. laugh. It's not the audience. It's yeah. your jokes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Which is why nobody laughed at the Russian joke, because <laughs> it was a lo- it's a rubbish joke. Yes. Um, so. So, yeah, that's what I did for the summer. Okay. And also, um, you've been involved in some work, haven't you, Paul? Because we, we, last time you were on this uh, uh, podcast, you know, we did the few episodes like you know in april and we talked about how your video was a huge hit yeah uh, labies and it got loads millions of views and stuff yeah. like that and since then you know um your one-man show has taken off and you've had lots of success with that and uh, also you've been approached by canal plus can i talk about this yeah yeah, yeah. you've been approached by it's canal, canal plus which is like you know a big tv station in france and uh, you've been working with them to produce um episodes of this tv show mm-hmm. um which is called WTF France. What the fuck, France? That's the title of the show. And it's going to be on on Saturday at lunchtime. Yeah. And the name of the show is What the Fuck, France. Yeah. And the the word fuck appears in every three-minute episode about ten times. Yeah. Not only the tell. word fuck. There Shit. is a lot of swearing. I yeah. mean, I enjoy swearing, but even I'm surprised at just how much swearing Paul has managed to cram in to a lunchtime show. It, uh, the French don't give a shit. It's all in. It's all in English. <laughs> they don't care. Like I was on a. I was on another TV show, a football TV show, uh, Sunday lunch. Yeah. And uh, they they said wanker. They the guy was like, "What's your favourite expression in English?" Like, because it's it's often like interviewing ex football players that played for England. Or played in England, but they're French. Yeah. And the French presenter's like, oh, what was your favourite phrase that you used to use all the time in England? And the guy's like, wanker. And, that, and, like, and, they, and they talked about what it meant and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, guys, it's Sunday lunch. It's great. <laughs> okay. All right. Why not? Okay, it's true. Fine. French people are pretty relaxed about swearing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Good, good. I think, I think that's probably the right attitude, to be honest. The sun's out. So I'm going to move over <laughs> into the... Sun, the, uh, the sun has finally come the out. The sun's back. And that means Paul is moving out of the sun. Amber is now in the sun. In I'm in the shade and Paul's in the shade. 
Let's see how long this lasts. Musical musical chairs again. So your podcast. So you've been. Anyone who listens to your podcast will know that you've been involved in making this show, which is going to be on uh, proper telly and everything like that. Proper TV. Just yeah. tell us a little bit about the show. What's the um, idea? Yeah, it's basically the follow-up to Labies. If you see, if you've seen Labies, if you haven't, you should go watch it. Uh, Labies is basically about you going, hey, in France, everyone, you, you yeah, have this. There's lots of kisses. It's too complicated. People and kiss I'm angry each other in people, English. People kiss each other when they meet, and I don't know how many times you should do it. What the fuck, France? Yeah, basically. Okay. And so it's the follow up to that where they, the, the people at the TV channel uh, in January were like, yeah, this is a good concept. Let's do more episodes of this. And so it's been, what month are we? The ninth month? September. September. So it's been nine months, eight months in the making, basically. Like a baby. <laughs> it's finally <laughs> been birthed. But who, who impregnated who, Paul? Did you impregnate Canal Plus uh, or did they I, do it to you? I guess so. I guess... Uh, it was mutual. Really? Weird. Yeah. Well, I guess... Uh, yeah, if we take the analogy that way. I yeah. think it's you did it to Canal Plus because Canal Plus are producing the child, right? Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, Canal Plus are producing it. So, so, so you I, I, I made sweet, sweet I, love I to Canal Plus. I inserted my semen into Canal Plus. And, uh, and, uh, although they chatted me up. They chatted me up first. They were like, oh, of course. It wouldn't, have ha- it wouldn't have happened if they hadn't let it happen. Right, yeah. It's the, it's, they're the, definitely the female in the relationship that they chatted me up and allowed me to insert myself into them. Right. Um, true, true. Because if you just had approached Canal Plus and said, hey, Canal Plus, I've got can a I great... Can I buy you a drink? Oh, and can I buy you a drink? No. I've got a great idea for a TV show. They'd be like, uh, 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 no, you know, you can't mm. get this. Yeah, call me back in three days. So it only happened because they allowed it to happen. Yeah. You know, because they call the shots, don't they? Exactly. Canal, in this situation. Good analogy. So, thanks. Oh, yeah, I like thanks that very much. Uh, yeah, so it's basically that. It's basically uh, me talking about French... Um, cultural bits and being uh, angry about it I mean the show's called What the Fuck so it can be What the Fuck I'm angry about it or it can be What the Fuck I don't understand it can be What the Fuck I'm surprised okay. and what is the first one so it's, it's, on, it's out this Saturday uh, at lunchtime the first episode is this Saturday uh, and it's a weekly thing uh, the, but I think it's gonna like I, I, I was checking earlier on and it's already like it's being broadcast like f- three times on Saturday like mm. one on Canal Plus and then one on one of their other because they've got about ten different channels and it's being broadcast at like 8 p.m. on another channel because it's its own little three-minute segment. Mm-hmm. It can fit nicely, which is good for us because we get uh, we get like I don't know royalties every time it gets diffused. Oh yeah, uh, broadcast. Sorry. Well, will you see it on YouTube and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, too? so we're still working that we're still working through uh, what it's going to look like in terms of it'll definitely be on Canal Plus's website uh, as an internet thing afterwards, like all their short things mm-hmm. are. But then we're trying to figure out what it will look like on YouTube, whether it gets its own channel or whether it gets put on another channel, um, <laughs> potentially Funny Bones. Yeah. I can't, I just, Amber, I can't believe that uh, Paul's got his own TV show and it's going to be on telly. I know. Saturday. It- and this is Paul, he doesn't even know any words. <laughs> I know. This is the guy who's never if won. Paul can do it, anyone can. No, Paul has a This lot is of my revenge for losing every game. Yeah, exactly, he's never won a game ever on this podcast, and yet they gave him a TV show. Oh, well, Paul yeah. is winning big in life. Yeah. Paul is um, winning big in life. No, Paul was, um, it's got a lot of talent. Well, it's, not, it's yeah. not only that, it's that you two are co writers. Of the thing, yeah. Can we get some? Can you throw, oh, yeah. Hold throw on. us a bit of credit? Yeah, like in our direction? We, so the, the the writing process. I haven't really talked about it on my podcast that much, just because it's always never really been official. Uh, so I've not. I talked about it briefly in the last episode, but anyway, yeah, it's 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 fun. Like the the way the 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 way the writing's been going 
um, uh, for the first couple of episodes was like, oh, we ha- we came up like we basically they said, what are the what lists of topics can you talk about in this episode? And me and Rob, uh, who you've also heard on the podcast, uh, the American guy that you all hate. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, he, I'm going to bring him back. We on. need to bring him back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, so we, we we came up with like a list of like 30 topics, and 10 of them got validated as like the first season to be like, all right, cool, let's go with these 10. Mm-hmm. And then once we did that, we kind of talked about roughly how it would go and and some of the ideas that we had and then we decided to bring uh you both and uh, a french guy remy on board right to help with uh, brainstorming the topics and and uh coming up with jokes and things like that and it was fun we were sat around a table and coming up with ideas for a couple of days i thought that worked really and then, uh, well and then i room. went yeah. out and uh wrote the actual script so from that so obviously you are the main writer mm. along with Robert to an extent as well yeah. I think but um, you know listeners you know at the end of a TV show when you get all the names and stuff the credits at the end oh, Amber yeah. and me are going to be featured in the credits <gasps> we're going to be on TV we're going to be on TV Yay! So uh, we saw the first... And you would be on, on TV if you were all available for days that we're filming. Yeah, but you're but yeah. filming at 7.30 yesterday. Well, that's yesterday. just the way it is. The, I've got to take happened. someone to school. Yeah, it's always seven. Th- it's always like early. You're always you, you're always busy, so you're... Yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I could be involved, if it's far but I couldn't enough come in advance, to about nine. Because we've got, what, we've, how many f- we've filmed four episodes. We've got six more to go. Um, Come on, we've got to get on one. They're mainly going to be. Try and get on one. Yeah, yeah, you should at least get on one. I mean, just get yeah, just for the just for the fun of it's, being it's of gonna, being like, hey, I'm on a TV show. It's going to end up on YouTube, isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day, so then all of my listeners will be able to see all of exactly. these episodes. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, uh, hopefully, if they don't put a geographical lock on it, which they won't, because we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah, they shouldn't because they're going to get uh, you know a bunch of uh, views from Lepsters yeah, around exactly. the world. My uh, Ninja Squadron that yeah, I have posted so, around uh, the world. So yeah, it's exciting, and it's it's yeah, it's launching on Saturday. My show's starting up on Saturday, and uh, so yeah, it could be a fun, interesting couple of months. Well, you have to let us know when you're doing the filming. We'll try and get there. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. usually Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Well, normally Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I can do that. I mean, Tuesdays, okay. I can. Yeah, we'll see. So I, uh, we're not filming next week or the week after, but then we're back to filming. Uh, we were going to be filming next week, but it turns out they couldn't find locations because we're looking for a farm. Um, oh, and well, there's, there's, you can't find any farms in France. <laughs> no, the, uh, there's bloody millions of yeah, them. Yeah, but they need to be here because we can't, like, what about because the we got to film each sketch in one day. But oh. there's that farm pédagogique, you know? Yeah, just in Paris, called, they weren't interested. They called them up. They said it's for pédagogique only. We can't do it. Um, they, so didn't we're, we're, they didn't offer enough money. And we want to we wanna find, like, a sterilization, like, lab. Because it's a sterilization. We're talking lab. about cheese. It's cheese, and uh, there's oh, a joke yeah. about sterilization. Can you can you just give us a rundown of the topics? Yeah. So uh, episode one is going to be about uh, uh, dubbing in France, like dubbing TV shows. What does that mean? Uh, when you when you hear when you basically, um, if you watch a TV show in English, you don't. You watch it like if it's an English TV show, like let's say uh, what's a, what's an uh, Baywatch. Baywatch. But you watch it in your own language with voices of your own language over the top so it's not David Hasselhoff's original voice it's some French guy called Jean-Pierre exactly. who's doing the voiceover and you see David Hasselhoff's mouth moving and you see Pamela Anderson's breasts jiggling yeah. but it's not the actual sound exactly. that those things are making some French person has added the sound exactly the so dubbing uh, dubbing in French uh, then we've got um, 
the terra the, 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 I say it in English the terraces the terrace terrace terraces uh, which are those spaces outside the front of cafes and bistros where people sit and drink coffee and beer and stuff like that yeah then we've got wine just the whole whole just subject the, of wine just wine French wine okay uh, we've got uh, strikes yeah French going on gone strike yeah that's where people sort of don't work as a protest going yeah. on strike which is like a national sport in France yeah we've got the French language okay good we've got cheese lovely we've got uh french women uh-huh we've got is three minutes enough for that oh so no i mean we could do a whole series new 10 series on french women uh french women we've got uh the um the apero which is like a sort of a drink you have before dinner yeah uh or it's just like yeah just bit pre-drink pre-dinner drinks uh we've got french people speaking french Okay. Sorry, French people who are speaking English. Right. And I feel like there's one music. missing. Oh, music. French yeah, music. You. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. French music. Or just music. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. That's exciting. We'll see what happens. We'll okay. see what happens. It'll either be good or... And the thing that I, that's exciting uh, is that it's the very first English-speaking TV show that Canal Plus has created. And it's all in English with French subtitles. With French subtitles. Okay. The irony. Fantastic. But that's yeah. not the only television you're doing. You're doing something else, uh, no? Yeah, I'm doing a, a, a bit on a French sports channel. Uh, every week it's live, Every no? Sunday lunchtime is live, yeah. Mm. And what are you doing? He's on double TV. I just come up and talk for three minutes and try and make it funny. And it's not really going that well, but it's, it's interesting. Okay. Do you know about sport? I know nothing about football. It's, it's for the Premier League. Because okay. uh, SFR Sports. So, so you go up and you talk about the Premier League and you don't know anything well, about it's, it. Well, I don't go up and talk about the Premier League. Basically, what what, what it is is it's a show. Um, it's a show called Halftime, and it's uh, a show about the English football Premier League. Yeah. And there's like two TV presenters, like two people that present the show. Then they've got an English journalist called David, who's who's pretty cool. Um, and then there's Emmanuel Petit, who's a, mm. uh, a, a an ex Arsenal football player. He was he he scored the winning goal of in the, the ninety eight uh, World Cup. World Cup. Yeah. Famous French ginger man. Oh, he's not ginger. He's, he's blonde. Ginger. He was ginger during the World Cup. He's Come never on. Never been ginger. Yes, he has. He's got long blonde hair. I in a ponytail. He he's, he's borderline. Well, find me a find he's, me a ginger picture. He's of him. borderline ginger. He's Come on. Not, if he, I mean, he's about as ginger as I how am. Compared to Paul, uh, I was going to say, yeah. How ginger? No, he's is more he? blonde. Anyway, uh, and so they are all talking about the like what's happened in the last couple of days. Um, or the yeah, last couple of days of the football on the Friday and the Saturday, yeah. and then the Sunday, and then basically I come in, and then they've got one guest. They always have one guest who's an ex football player from an English team. So the first week was a guy who, used to, who played for Newcastle for a bit. Uh, there's another guy, second week was uh, he played for West Ham for a bit. And the guy this Sunday is somebody who used to play for Bolton. So each week I'm basically talking about the cities or okay. the team. So I ripped into Newcastle for the first one, talked about West Ham for the second one. And I'm going to talk about Bolton. I guess for Newcastle you said that it's illegal to go out without a jacket on. It's illegal with to go out with, with a, a jacket, jacket on. on. If you yeah. go out with a jacket on, then uh, they all make fun of you. Basically, yeah. It was like the stereotype. Lines. That's the stereotype that most people have about Newcastle. Yeah, I had pictures of, of women falling over drunk in their own vomit and stuff like that. Because um, <laughs> that's what happens did, did, in did Newcastle. Did you take that picture I at did. home? No, oh, did I take that picture <laughs> at home? Let's not go into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so it's... It, it also so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's a, it's a totally different discipline that I'm used to. Yes. Um, because, uh, you know, I'm used to being on stage in front of a live audience. Here I'm on stage in front of five people who 
don't laugh. Who don't? I mean, it's not that they don't laugh. It's that the stuff isn't funny. Role. Like, how do you, how do you be funny? Like, I don't know how many people are watching this TV show because it's for a, it's on a paid subscribed thing. Like, you need it's a new channel as well, so I don't think there's yeah. that many people watching it. Yeah, it's pity. You need an audience, don't you, to get a sense? But I would, of I'm, I'm happy. Oh yeah, I'd rather have a live audience there. But I'm happy that it's. I'm, I said on my podcast, I'm happy that I'm doing this. Now that it's not a known TV show, so that I I can f- kind of fail and mess up and right. not have any negative repercussions. Mm. Okay. Really. Well, I'm really glad anyway that all the TV stuff is is coming along, and it's just amazing, really. Since the like just over a year ago, you were on this podcast saying, "Yeah, I'm going to give up my job and you know try and make it as a comedian." And here you are on television. Yeah, I think this time last year we were, you were like, "So how was Edinburgh, Paul?" Talk, talk, oh yeah, and you were like, oh, Edinburgh, "Edinburgh was, was shit." Yeah, of course, you'd have just I'm gone back die. from Edinburgh. That's right. Now, this time last year, you came back from everything. Edinburgh and you were really depressed. And now <laughs> it just goes to show how much can be achieved in a year. That's right, Luke. We need to pull our fingers out. Absolutely. Absolutely, we do. Let's not say where our fingers are. No. <laughs> but we need to pull them both out. We need to out. pull them out. Okay. Well, I think we've successfully caught up with each other. I was just going to say that, Paul, you st- you're still doing your podcast. Yeah. But you've stopped doing it in French. I have. Because you used to do the, an episode in English and in French, and you do, and now you've stopped doing the French one. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I just I, 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 I hadn't done it for like a month, and I was trying to figure... I, it, I just couldn't motivate myself to get in front of the microphone and talk. Yeah. Um, and I don't really I think a lot of it I don't know if a lot of it or anything was down to the fact I was doing it in two languages so I had to do I was like hey this is what I've been up to this week and then in French straight afterwards be like oh salut and I just got bored I was just like I'm telling the Say I, I'm already having the thoughts in my head. Yeah, that's the first. Like no, there's four steps. I'm yeah. experiencing it. Then right. I'm thinking about the experience that I did. Then I'm talking about it in English. Then I'm talking about it in French. Right. So I just like I've, it's too much. And then you're listening back to it. No, I never listen back to anything. Okay. All right. I don't even know if. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> there might be an episode. Sometimes. There might be an episode that I've done that's the microphone wasn't switched on or anything. <laughs> uh, so no editing then. No, I just see the megabytes. I'm like, oh, it's all right. It's, there's enough megabytes that that makes. Sense um, that there's something being recorded. Okay, well, I was going to say that. So the mo- just like literally a few days before you you uh, chose to stop doing it in French, I had decided I'd been going like this. Like, I've got to do something about my French. I need a version of Luke's English podcast in French, but I can't find it. There are podcasts for French, okay, uh, but uh, none of them are quite what I'm looking for. Okay, uh, I just need to listen to someone talking sort of spontaneously in French about things that I'm interested in. Uh, I'd love to <laughs> listen to a comedian talking French. I've got Seb's one, but he doesn't do it that often. I know. I'll listen to Paul's podcast in French. And then uh, a new one came out. I was like, oh, great. I'm going to get stuck into this. Listen to it. And it was like, hello, today I'm going to talk to you about why I've stopped doing the podcast in French. <laughs> like, I'm crying out loud. I'm never going to learn this language. But what I, I've, I was debating whether to do like one week in English, one week in French. You know, I and think, then I think you've made the right choice. Yeah, Maybe. I think so I think too. Yeah. But I think ultimately I was, I was just thinking if people are listening to... If like people have found the podcast, it's because they found me, which means yeah. that they are in. They have already an interest in the English language if they're in France. Plus, also, I think that uh, the French don't really do podcasts. In no, the same they don't. Way that there they doesn't don't. seem to be as much because I also been looking for French podcasts. The same thing, like oh, I listen to so much stuff in English, and I hardly ever listen to stuff in French. I listen to radio it's in English. They don't, for them, and podcasts are videos. I don't feel that the quality of the content, like I don't feel that there's as much and that I'm finding things. Mm. Although I did find something for a friend who's looking for a podcast in French. Which really? Was, should I recommend it for you? It's a different podcast. It's in French. 
It's called co- Coffee Break French. I know I it, yeah, yeah. We talked about it before. I know so it. sounds really good. It's for learning French. For learning French, But that's yeah. the thing. Like, coffee I'd Break French. I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. it the other nice. thing of me stopping it in French, I was thinking, oh, maybe I can revolutionise podcasts in France. You know, if it, if it gets a... If mm. it becomes, you know... Like, if, if people listen to it, like, oh, this is an interesting medium of whatever, you know... I get the impression that they're quite visual people and, and yeah. they just seem to go for YouTube videos mm-hmm. rather than uh, audio podcasts. Yeah. That's just the way it is in France. Yeah, well, they are very visual. Mime. Yeah, they love mimes. I mean, mime is purely visual. Visuals I have over. a master's in mime. Do you? You've a got a master's, master's degree in mime? <laughs> yes. Can you do a person trapped in a box? It's not that kind of mime. Well, it's not that kind of mime? What do you mean it's not that kind of mime? What do you mime? mean it's not that kind of mime? Lecoq is a school of mime. It's like l'école internationale. And you don't mime. know, you can't do, and wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't do a person trapped in a box. Mm-mm. Can you do a person in the wind? Like I can't do any of the, those Can you do a person? Of what can you can do Can you do then? a person pulling a rope? I can be uh, colours. What? You, what? Cheese. You can be colours. Yep. Go on then, blue. We spent a whole... Give us, give us a little bit of blue. Obviously, the listeners can't hear this. Hold but on. This is, Amber being, this is Amber being blue. Blue. Okay. <laughs> that was blue. So the, no. What, how would you describe what she just uh, did? Yellow. Yellow? Yes. Oh, I see. Yellow. So blue is blue is a more sort of uh, uh, calm green? sort of... And green. Green is, is sort of angular and uh, sharp movements. Black. Yellow was bright and sprightly. Black is white. Sort of white is heavenly and black was kind of mysterious and powerful. Okay. Interesting. Of what I can do. No, but we did one of the one of our one of the things we had to do, they gave we had to choose a painter. So we chose Yves Klein. You know do you know who he is? No. French painter painted in the 60s did lots of happenings where he'd get ladies to sort of get naked and paint them blue and then they'd smear themselves on a big canvas and he painted this very particular shade of blue and our group had to interpret um, one of his paintings so we looked at a painting for a week and then we devised a whole piece interpreting his painting the teachers looked at it and very seriously they were like that was very good we really think that you've captured uh, the painting Klein's work but it was a little bit too purple. <laughs> we all. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That was a criticism. And the thing was, about? we were all just like, "Yep, and it, you t- you're right. It was too purple." So you danced around for ten minutes, and they were like, "That's really, really well done. You really uh, captured the work, but it was just too purple." Yeah. Like, what was it? Which which part? The legs or the <laughs> arms? <laughs> well, you know, it was just the essence was too purple, and then we had to look at his whole body of work. And what if you're uh, colour blind? Well, you're not going to go and see some mime by students of Jacques Lecoq. So, um, Amber, um, what have you learnt from that? What, what, how has that been applied to your life then? Hmm. Well, you know, actually... <laughs> when she goes to a supermarket <laughs> and she goes, can I have some apples? And they go, which one do you want? She goes... <laughs> Oh, the pink ladies. Okay, I'll have right. one of those. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, Jacques Lecoq, it's not just about colours. There's lots of different subjects. That Jack, we, Jacques Lecoq is the name of the school. Yeah, the well, that's school. the name of the guy who started it, Jacques Lecoq. And the school is named after him. Yes. <laughs> Famous people went there, like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. Ali G. Borat. No, the, no Sasha yes, he, went to uh, Golier. Golier. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. It's the two, yeah, the two competitions. A, yeah, it's a sort of similar, similar. similar thing. Wow. Yeah. If Jack Lecoq got married to my producer, yeah. her name would be Fanny Lecoq. <laughs> okay. And that would just be. <laughs> Let's bring it epic. back down. <laughs> um, so, sorry, did you give us an answer of how, how that's been useful in your life? I don't remember. Well, Jacques Lecoq, we don't just do colours, there's lots of different things. And one of the things is a lot about observing people and situations. Did you do tax returns? 
No. <laughs> okay, but you observe people and situations. Well, I mean, it's interesting about how you see the world and like small, sort of funny, everyday, absurd things that happen. Yeah. You see it in a different way. I mm. don't know. It was fun. Ostensibly, I have got a job out of it what with it, James, but we are yet to actually produce any work. You got a, basically you got a qualification. You got a master's degree. Got a master's, and that That's that, cool. that opens doors here in France, doesn't it? They do like education. They do. They do. Okay, guys, guys. Uh, mm. I think we've successfully caught up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Um, are you Are you able to stick around for a little bit more, and we can talk about something else? Do you yeah, have any? I can. You can. Can you stick around for another... I'm so busy with all this TV stuff. <laughs> I know. But I'll make an exception. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got loads of time. Okay. Um, I was thinking that we could stick around and have a little discussion about stuff. I mean, we were talking before about um, La Bise and about the way that the French people give kisses when they meet. And I think this is true in many places too. Like uh, many cultures, they have different types of greeting. Like some people kiss on the cheeks, other people mm. hug, shake hands, things like that. There are, And all the other stuff you talked about about France that you've made your TV shows about. Mm -hmm. All of these things are basically exploring cultural differences, right? Certainly between England and France, but they're the similar things all over the world. So I thought it'd be nice to have a little chat about uh, cultural differences. Yeah, so episode two. That would be part two of this, okay. yeah. All right, okay. cool. Okay, so that's the end of part one. All right. Uh, we'll be back in, uh, in your headphones very soon. You're going to join me in doing goodbye? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks very much for listening. Speak to you again soon. But for now, it's time to say... Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.